0: horror movie fans welcome to the cold and trash horror movie grind the podcast i am your host ian this is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time now get ready because we're about to dive real deep inside of hollywood's dumpster in search of the good the so bad it's good and the fucking ugly seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. What's up, Payson? And yeah, we're doing Spider-Man Night. Uh, Just came out in 2021. This is actually neither cult or trash well depending on who you ask some people hate it some people love it i love it um but yeah so the reason why we're doing it is because a couple reasons one it kind of does an homage to some old cult animated films mostly by ralph bakshi we'll talk about that later but also if you Watched the previous movies that we've covered on this show. We did Heavy metal and Heavy metal Two thousand. So it's like I mentioned on there that this is like a, a spiritual successor to heavy metal. and uh, on on that episode, I had Sloan, and Sloan's back. Welcome back, Sloan, Hello, Hello. It's good to be back, yeah, welcome back. So, uh yeah, so let's get right into it. The last couple of episodes you were on and we were talking about heavy metal Uh, and would you say that this is similar to heavy metal
1: i definitely agree uh like definitely the rotoscope style of slow motion Mm. uh attacks for a lot of different uh scenarios you know (laughs) i've said it each of these three episodes it's got that super jail gore to it oh yeah actually actually uh the gore to this i'm definitely going to put it out there a little pun man it was psycho gore man (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. That, well, yeah. That, that's a callback to a really old episode <laughs> we did back in the day, Psycho Gore Man. Uh, but yeah, man, yeah, it was real gory for sure. Um, yeah, and Steven was on. He he's the host of the Deeper and Deeper Adult Swim podcast because I I'd say that this is also like heavy metal. I miss him like, already. Yeah. He unfortunately he, he's not with us anymore oh um he didn't die or anything he just could <laughs> to make it uh but uh anyway we, we got a few other people here um we're filling in the gaps uh somebody who i'm gonna guess probably did not enjoy this movie just because i i know him that's how he is uh johnny blackburn <laughs> is here uh from <laughs> i don't give a flick podcast
2: Oh man, you're just so sure of yourself, so sure that I just hated the crap out of this, huh? Oh, so what's up? Not much, man. Thanks for having me back. Always, uh, always, always a pleasure. Sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> good to see you, Johnny. Yeah, you too, Tommy. You too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thompson, baby. I, I love, I love that reference to Rocky Five, man. Every single time. I just, right. I just, lo- I just, lo- I love seeing that nickname. I'm just like, yes, Tommy
1: Gunn. He's a horrible person, but he's an awesome character. What? Uh. Yeah, generally an homage to my grandfather as well and so
2: oh okay right on. yeah uh,
0: you know, all, all the <laughs> listeners are probably like he keeps calling him sloan but his name says tommy gun thompson so i don't get that so i guess we finally got the answer now we
2: know now we know so that's promote- why you have me on i i i you know i i let people in on the secrets of the show uh yeah. you know you need it you need a historian you know a uh uh, what, what do they what do they call their historians in in Spider Nights?
0: Yeah, he, he, oh, yeah, scholars. He, he, yeah, scholars. Yeah, scholars. Um, yeah, yeah. If you go by this movie, we can see that like that's a bad idea. Only death will follow. <laughs> yes. Yes, <it> <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, honestly, man, I I was as shocked as you're about to be. I loved it. I, I thought it was awesome. Uh, I five awesome. fucking. I was actually texting Jacob a little bit ago because I just finished it like half an hour ago. Um. Oh, and okay. we were talking. We were just talking about, it. and I was, I was telling him, I was like, dude, I fucking miss rotoscoping animation. Okay, I, I, cool, it, it's, cool. It's my, I, I, I grew up on, you know, I grew up on, you know, The Last Unicorn, a lot of the classic Disney movies. Um, I mean, hell, dude, that you know, in Star Wars, you know, they use rotoscoping oh. for the lightsabers. You know, I mean, it it was so yeah. prevalent back. Okay, then. cool. It, it still is today, but uh, I, I, can't that's tell, what that's you know? where
0: I was unsure of. Like you, you like, because a lot of people like the animation is very old school. it's very like it doesn't really like hold up because this is all like animation from like the 60s and the 70s right and like now is it kind of doesn't really hold up so i was wondering where you felt that along with the uh the i guess the story yeah,
2: um, definitely with, they, they still have rotoscoping today. Um, uh, the, th- the thing with it is, like, so in Guardians of the Galaxy, they used it heavily, in fact. But it's it's evolved so much in the last 30, 40 years that you can barely tell anymore. Yeah. Um, You could tell in old school movies like Roger Rabbit and, um, oh, damn, what was the one with Brad Pitt? They had the really oh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool World, thank you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cool
0: World. Which, which was yeah. directed by Ralph Bakshi, which this is definitely a very huge homage to.
2: Yeah, I, I, I bet, yeah, it would make sense. Um, it just, it, it made me feel very nostalgic, even though it was made, you know, it came out last year. Absolutely. It, made, it just made me very nostalgic for my childhood, you know, I love that. The story was, it was solid, man, it, it really was. I loved, Oh, you
0: liked it, okay. Yeah,
2: I love when they, they add origin stories into the existing storyline and they jump between different
0: eras of time. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I, I find that cool. to be really interesting. Um, yeah, so. that's what I loved about this. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get more into that. I have a couple more guests coming in. You you mentioned one Jacob, and, and that, that's this guy right oh, here. Oh, damn it. Here he is. <laughs> yeah, Can't
2: here. escape him. Can't escape him. Always fucking oh. on my tail. You stalking me too? Jesus, man. Come on. You got a girlfriend, <laughs> don't you? You know? Get personal yeah, some her, yeah, yeah. you know?
0: I, I, I mean, love like how, like, nobody talk, knows like. what you're talking about.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's it's just it's always it. ripping into me. It's like, look
0: like, at her inside jokes. Her, 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 her. <laughs> <laughs> <Love you. laughs> uh, so, for a little bit of backstory, so Johnny has a podcast I don't give a flick, which I've been on many times. Many times. <laughs> and uh, also, so has Jacob here. Yeah, so, unfortunately, uh, yeah. So, like the three of us have, like, we we, we nerd out on a bunch of films on, on uh, Johnny's podcast. So, uh, Jacob, you have a podcast here on Jacob Reese versus Evil, which is like, horror movies and stuff right yeah, yeah. Uh, so
3: uh, we specifically tackle like a movie each episode one specific movie um that we kind of just choose at random um only time we've ever like done anything in like uh, sequential order is like halloween or nightmare on elm street during you know holidays or anything like that but like last week we talked about the new scream and then most of the time we'll uh-huh. also talk uh like first 30 40 minutes or so we'll kind of just like shoot the stuff and like just talk about uh anything horror related movies books video games so like the last episode we talked heavily about like elden ring and stuff like that which i'm i mean also like watching um spine of night i felt so much like dark souls slash elden ring influence in there. yeah yeah
1: definitely yeah, and,
3: and berserk and Absolutely. stuff like that um which right which like kind of with johnny like i'm surprised johnny loved it because you he and i usually <laughs> hate every like we're always polar opposites whatever i love he hates whatever he loves <laughs>
1: that's I'm not like, true why
0: i i feel like a lot of things kind of the same of way things. with him. so yeah, we're so...
1: actually doing a surprise podcast let's call johnny out that's like <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. <laughs> everybody i've been lying for the last three years so
1: johnny's you know. on blast johnny's
2: full <laughs>
3: of shit with johnny blackburn but, uh, uh yeah, I loved it. I loved Spino Knight, so I'm excited awesome, to talk man. about
0: it. Awesome. Yeah. And then we have uh one one final guest. He is also new to the show, but not new to the channel, Infamous Horror. Uh we have AJ here who um Hey everybody. Well welcome to wow. the show, man.
4: Thanks for having me tonight, Ian. Looking forward to it.
0: Hell yeah. And uh yeah, so like I said, you uh you, you also have a show on infamous horror and actually you've been on infamous horror way, much longer than i have yeah you're, you're i've OG. been a part of
4: infamous horror since maybe 2018 now damn I, okay yeah and i got reviews from hell on infamous horrors along with infamous interviews where i do interviews with uh celebrities that i can get which is been pretty fun the past few
0: years. Yeah, I've seen a few of them myself. That, yeah, you get you get a pretty good uh a, assortment of of people on there. And, and also you have a new show on uh, infamous horror as well, uh some like reviews, yeah, reviews like this films. one, but like newer movies, not the cult yeah. ones.
4: Yeah. New newer releases
0: on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So for anybody who's not aware, what what like have you reviewed it and what are you looking forward to review in the future well
4: i think the latest episode we reviewed uh morbius and the new episode we're going to be doing is monstrous which stars christina ritchie in a 1950s style throwback which is huh. kind of cool how they did it but all honesty the ending kind of threw it all up <laughs> made it made oh, have kind yeah. of a dumpster fire at the end, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> <And that's> under- <laughs> I like that. Slow, <laughs> slow input there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's kind uh, of all
4: I can say for it right now, since the review is still under embargo at the time.
0: <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, everybody check that out. It's on the same YouTube channel. Um So... I, I invite you on this show for two reasons. One, I mean, we're, we're like practically brothers. We're on infamous horror. Right. And two, I, I saw yeah. on your we're friends on Facebook and I saw a few weeks ago, you made a post, like, I just saw a spider of night. I fucking loved it. So I was like, mm-hmm. I got to get this guy on this episode.
4: Yeah. I think I might have messaged you or something about it when you were talking about this spider of night, but yeah. I really enjoyed the animation and I see yeah. the heavy metal influence, but I gotta say, I really love this much more than the original heavy metal as well. Really? I just thought it was better, Ooh. in my opinion. Even that, that's I a hot that, take. Right that there. may be an unpopular opinion, but I kind of <laughs> liked it a little I, bit more, I, to be
3: honest. I agree with you. I think it's way more yeah. cohesive as the storytelling yeah, was. Yeah, and then yeah. also, it's definitely less pervy.
4: <laughs> That's just well, me <laughs> as much, but it is much more co coercive in the plot that you brought yeah. up, which is what I'm yeah. it. it's, yeah. it's, it's, the
3: acting. The
4: acting is like so much. Yeah, and too. the voice talent was incredible as well. And it's nice to see somebody like Patton Oswalt go to a dark side like this that he hasn't mm-hmm. done much of since yeah. the Big Fan came out, which I absolutely adored him in. If you haven't seen the big fan with him in it. I highly recommend
0: being watched. Have I haven't. Uh Johnny, have you seen heavy metal? I have. Yeah. Other oh, okay. Um, like I guess,
2: I mean this this is when I was growing up, you know, the Scope animation, like I was saying, just brought back a, a strong case of nostalgia for sure. But uh, you know, when I was when I was growing up, my parents just really would take me to Blockbuster and let me pick out whatever the hell I wanted to. And you know, as a 10, 11, 12 year old, the animation for Things like heavy metal and hell, man! Even the last unicorn, like I fucking love that movie too. I it's been one of my favorites since I was a kid. Um, it just looked badass. I don't really remember it that well, but I do remember you talking about you were going to mention it at the beginning of this episode. Um, mm-hmm. From what I remember, this I would have to agree with you guys that the storyline seems more cohesive. Um, but it's been probably twenty years since I watched it.
0: Right on, yeah. Uh, and, and son, you just rewatched it with me because we just covered heavy metal a couple of weeks ago correct uh uh, but what's what's your thoughts on on this versus heavy metal
1: so i'm definitely in agreement with aj and all the rest for the fact that the continuity is (laughs) a lot lot more prevalent and uh, i just blew this whole conversation up
4: for you Ian. (laughs) everybody else has been putting out
1: there of uh of the last unicorn but uh you know another, another movie that makes me think of is uh I think it was from the 70s, the Hobbit cartoon. movie. Oh yeah, I love yeah, it. Okay. That's, that's yeah, the original one. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, best Hobbit to ever come out.
0: Lord, exactly. Lord of <laughs> the. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, the old Lord of the Rings. Peter
4: Jackson was. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna sound like a broken record here. The old Lord of the Rings was directed by Ralph Bakshi, who who this is of course uh, homage oh, to. Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we'll so definitely get we into take, that in a minute. Uh, but... Start
4: taking a and see hearing this that name out through this podcast tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, but uh, real quick, before we get into that, let's play the trailer, which is right here. And this is just yeah, crazy. It's just gratuitous violence. For
2: you. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like you saw a butter a, a butter knife just slicing through a hot stick. Butter, man. Like, like, I mean, yeah. just, like bones, like no regard
4: for bones at all.
0: So, um, that is the trailer to Spine of Night, which, uh, yeah, we were saying is very bloody, um, especially for a trailer. That, that's pretty crazy. Yeah.
4: Almost yeah. like a Red Band trailer, I would assume. I, oh, yeah.
0: I don't think it is. I, th- I think it's.
1: uh, What are you holding up there, Sloan? So. I went and played a show out in Denton, Texas yesterday, and uh, this is something that a kid ended up drawing, and it made me think of the Spine of Night with all the eyes coming out of him. You can see that? The face right here, and he's got the eyes all poking out everywhere.
2: That's pretty impressive. That How old was the kid?
1: He was probably like 22.
2: Oh,
4: okay. I was going to say. I was like, oh, wow. He had a lot of
1: really great stuff. I, I, <laughs> it sure. took me 20 minutes to figure out what I was going to buy, because you know, he had like some other, like, uh uh more more uh portrait style like you know eye coming out of the forehead and stuff like that but I, yeah. I figured that you know the more Eldritch
0: yeah I I definitely see that still. if you've seen the movie you can, you can you, you can see the influence or not influence but the yeah the bestow similarities. of similarities but uh yeah something we mentioned earlier was Pat Oswald he, he's a uh, a voice actor who I I loved in this movie. Uh, other people, yeah. uh, Lucy Lawless is in this, mm-hmm. which is. Uh Richard E. Grant was amazing. Yeah, yeah. he always is. And, uh, <laughs> He's always good. <laughs> Joe Mang- uh, Mangioneello, yeah, who, always solid too. Yeah, yeah the, the yeah, cast
3: definitely good, surprised yeah. me. Yeah, like yeah. I, I didn't was see the trailer, and as I was watching, it was like, is that Lucy Lawless? Is that Richard E. Grant? <laughs> Is that Patton Oswalt? I was like, Is that Cena like, Warrior like, Princess? Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for real. Yes.
0: But Patton Oswalt really stuck, unmistakable. Out. Yeah, yeah,
2: because <laughs> you don't ever see him do. You never see him do serious dramatic roles, especially like an yeah. evil antagonist. Like, it never happens. I mean, maybe he has in the past. I don't yeah, know, but, but he's always. But at the
0: same time, the character he was playing, like he just played like this, like child Yeah, who was just like he, he was just like uh, just bring me more wine so like, you know just like just just somebody just want to like fucking bully so bad reminds
3: but, me of uh, his days of aqua Teen hunger force where he's like the de- <laughs> my dad totally owns a dealership yeah exactly
0: <laughs> um yeah did. yeah he was, yeah, he, he was great at that um actually i since we're talking about it i might as well play a clip i've got a clip of him right here which is just great
4: what makes you so special that your savages
2: have named you queen of a bog as wretched as the all sorrow
0: the name of the great swamp is Bastal. she brings no sorrow to those who love her love her
1: I'm going to spread her open and take
0: what I want from her. She will know sorrow.
1: Just as your damnable savages did.
2: It really and sounds like he's about to have sex with this swamp. Yeah. Hey,
4: yeah. He's about
2: to yeah, he's about about to, to raise it with yeah, you. Yeah, I, that's. Yeah. <laughs> had enjoyed.
0: He's just. God, he's so evil. Yeah, it was very surprising. It was very surprising what I and and like yeah, the way he like said that is just she will know sorrow, and then you hear like the background music (laughs) go (laughs) boom, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that was great.
4: Like Um, I don't know if you guys saw the text I just put in the group chat, but he looks like the guy from uh, that movie Caligula. In that, oh shit.
0: Oh, wow. That Oh, my God. That just changed everything for me. Yeah, I guess, yeah, he kind of is like a Caligula. He just, like, just through being born, he he rules this place. And, like, you can see, he's definitely, like, driving it into the ground. Like, straight into the ground. I mean,
1: shit. Uh, Or or even uh, his
3: own warriors are just like, I'm tired of this guy. Get rid of him
0: right
1: i'm still trying to figure out like whether that's a brothel his castle like what was happening in that first oh yeah when when the scholar walks in and then all of a sudden it's just like this chick who's going down on herself and the dude with the goat mask (laughs) comes open and all clothes. the shining
0: oh yeah that is kind of like the shining like like, philip
3: just
5: pops
0: out hey how's it going uh yeah let's uh get into that a little bit later. Uh, first, I just mm-hmm. want to say, back to the uh, rotoscoping, I've, I've been mentioning Ralph Bakshi, which is definitely like the biggest influence. He did Lord of the Rings, like we said, and he did a bunch of old animated films with the rotoscoping. Um, yeah, so uh, just uh, also Fire and Ice, everybody check that out. That's like a, yeah. a sword and sorcery kind of movie and uh yeah it, it's it definitely takes a lot of influence into this um so yeah so we'll go into since this is also i mean yeah it's it's a story but it's also an anthology at the same time Yeah. so since it's like that like we did with heavy metal with sloan if anybody's seen that episode we'll uh go through each story one by one so uh, it starts out with like basically the movie just opens up with just a just a very naked woman just climbing us like a wizardly <laughs> mountain. The <laughs> Blizzardly like, Mountain. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Find out know. new words here on Orange. definitely, definitely
3: the heavy metal influence right there from the start. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. She's naked. She's animated.
1: She needs a heavy yeah. jacket. <laughs> yeah. How is she not freezing to death? That I remember. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was definitely my first thought. I was like, "Damn, what the fuck?" Like, yeah. Give her some shoes or something yeah but, we're
4: nothing. no it's
0: an animated movie
5: she's fine <laughs> yeah right yeah. Yeah, it's a movie and, and spoilers, <laughs> she
3: kind of came back from the dead so who knows what actually affects her really
0: right which we find out later okay. so yeah she right. climbs up this mountain goes into this giant skull and then this this like old ass like warrior comes up and he, he pretty much threatens to kill her because she's like going for this bloom yeah the guardian uh, yeah yeah exactly and then she just tells her story of like how she came to get there and why she needs it and then throughout the story there's many stories which we'll get into so the first one who would like to tackle the first story who would like to say like what the plot is just a you were with me with the heavy metal episode we'll, we'll let you go first
1: all right so uh i'll try to say this the longest story in the least amount of words possible. You gave me the worst one to do because you know I talk <laughs> on way too long.
0: That's true, but it's not the longest <laughs> story
1: though. Uh, I, I would think it is. It's almost like 30 minutes. Nah, the last one um, is okay. So uh, it it all it all starts in the middle of a dark, dance swamp, and uh, you've got a ritual going on with the queen of the uh savages they don't really actually even say anything beyond savages in all honesty (laughs) uh in in the swamp called bastal okay I, i will give that that name and so uh there is a ritual going on to where uh everybody's chanting around the fire and uh the priestess uh sod that's uh done by lucy lawless uh she has this giant ornery uh necklace or vest pretty much of the blooms that are uh i guess we'll get into it more later but they are uh essence of the gods uh from like the tangent of between god and humanity and so uh she's able to uh utilize these to do many different things throughout her endeavors through this chapter but it starts with uh being able to i guess show people through the fire uh the natural aspects of life but while they're trying to witness that uh all of the people get attacked and everybody's getting arrows through the throats cut in half spliced yeah. down the middle and that that was that
0: was brutal that was a very early on violence and that was, <laughs>
1: it's not a good day I,
0: lo- I love how like the guy gets like shot with an arrow and he takes it out and he just stabs another guy in the face <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: no those man the the killings get so much more intense throughout the the movie but uh, so in the end uh, Zod gets uh, kidnapped or taken hostage by uh, Mongrel uh, who is actually voiced by Joe Manganiello and so uh, he takes him he takes her back to uh, where she asks is this where I'm going to die or is this where you're going to take me to work and he says this is where I'm taking you to die yeah which and that, that that
0: that yeah he i think point. he had the best lines kind of the mongrel I, I liked
1: how mongrel was just so nonchalant about anything that happened well Matt. he's the
0: mongrel yeah you know <laughs> he's a mini
1: boss he's just like you know what I, i'm just gonna let this slide I don't know, really don't care. <laughs> i'm here for the paycheck and nothing
3: else man Pretty
0: yeah much. He, like, he got he, yeah. so
1: many times and so uh but yeah long story short uh enter scene uh she gets walked into the city and uh you know you see a whole bunch of disparaged people everything everyone's in poverty and starving everything's just smelling like shit on the wind as mongrel says you know you take a deep breath and all you smell is human shit but uh yeah you walk into what i guess is supposed to be the palace but the first room that's in there as we said earlier there's this chick who's going down on herself and then all of a sudden peeking out from behind the door comes this <laughs> dude in the black goat mask and he's just like uh-uh and just kind of like slow uh, that, that,
0: that's and then that's it that's all we see it never comes back up right <laughs> and then enter Patton
1: oswald and he's just chilling on his goblet of wine and uh acting like a tool and a fool and you know uh everything about his father uh giving him everything saying that his father runs everything wrong and so he feels that he needs to do the first attack and uh next thing you know uh there's there's a scholar that's coming in by the name he's an ashur scholar uh by the name of uh, galsur Mm -hmm. and he's a very important character Uh, i forget who, who voices galsur uh, some
0: guy. He's like the only non-celebrity. <laughs> yeah, Jordan Douglas Smith. In... Okay, Douglas Smith. That's John right.
4: is that one guy from the thing? Yeah, he, yeah he,
1: he he didn't even have a picture on his IMDb. I was just yeah.
4: Like, he's the one, one that stood out the most
3: because he like everyone's got accents. Everyone's really playing it up. And he's just like just straight face, like, "Hey, man, yeah. I'm here. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. how yeah. is everybody today? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just walked off the street.
1: (laughs) So he ends up coming into the city and he's supposed to be the scholar to help, uh, the Lord of the complex. And, uh, yeah, when he goes in, he's completely, uh, offended immediately by, uh, Patton Oswalt and, you know, pretty much forced to do a, a major bidding up until, you know, long story short, uh, I'm trying to remember the first thing that happens in the meantime. So, Patton Oswalt ends up uh, getting uh, fire in his face after uh, Mongrels just like witness the magic that this witch can provide, and is just like sitting there watching as uh,
0: she she plucks she plucks a, a yeah. leaf from from her her dress thing and uh, puts it in a fire, and he could basically like. He's, like, hypnotized by it. He can see, like...
1: He's witnessing the truths of the universe. Basically, yeah. It it goes... It's an ebb and flow. It can go back and forth. It can either be virtuous or chaotic. And so uh, that's exactly how this movie works. But, uh, yeah, long story short, he's maimed for life and uh, locks them up, ends up... uh, She ends up breaking out using the same... I don't know why they wouldn't take the actual flower thing sense off if, of if understood, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's a flower,
0: can... you know. Like, what, what's the flower going to do? Yeah, pretty I much. mean,
2: she's she's clearly <laughs> been doing magic with it this entire time. One would think they'd catch on. <laughs> yeah. I feel.
1: but And so they 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 go they go into the swamp, and uh, I'm trying to speed this up. i I told you this is the longest one, and you gave yeah. me the wrong one.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll I'll take over. So so All basically, right. like, they're. Um, they're in prison and yeah, because they're in prison because like she during the like the thing with the fire, she burns his face and then so is there's a whole scene where they're like bandaging him up and he's just like crying like a bitch about it. And uh he um so he he's like, Well, now I'm terrifying, so thank you, but it did hurt, so I just destroyed your swamp that your home that you came from. And so she busts out, and she escapes, and then he chases after her, and she just kills him basically like she, she like which was really cool, like I mean, it sucks for the horse, but yeah, she like killed his horse and then like made her horse turn into a skeleton, and then he falls into the swamp and is just like buried, and like sinks into the swamp and then but she's backstabbed by galsor. And he takes the bloom off of her, and then uh, yeah, she dies. and then we're we're back with the uh... so that was one story that she was telling the Guardian. He's like, "Wait a minute, hold up! You just told me that you died, but you're right in front of me. So what the fuck is this shit about it?" She's you, like, are you...
5: yeah.
0: "She's like, hold up, I'll get to that later. Let me tell you another story, <laughs> <gonna give> <laughs> My better head. one about scholars and scholarly people." Yeah. Uh Johnny, you said yeah. better one. Do you did you not like the first one? So oh uh I the yeah the second one was
2: I didn't say it was my favorite. I, I liked the steampunk one too. Um I just I yeah. liked it better than the first one. First one was so good, you know. I just so what,
0: what a was little it? bit more. What was the second one all about?
2: So the second one was primarily, yeah, that's like that one. Uh, the second one was primarily, uh, you'll have to fill in the gaps on names. I don't recall all the characters' names, but basically, we go to the wherever the the tower or the kingdom is that the scholars own. This is where they keep all of the records and the books and the scriptures that they've had on Earth for mankind throughout centuries, millennia, whatever. Uh, and it's an order. Uh, it's it's like an, it's an order that is sworn to protect and uphold the knowledge of mankind. Uh, as long for as long as they can, kind of a fucked up order if you ask me. As they won't share any of their knowledge I with know. any of the civil- yeah, like I, I know <laughs> it's not your it's not your it's not you're a civil servant, dude. <laughs>
0: like you, need, you, you what what, need. what good is the knowledge if you're not going to share it with me? Like, Wait,
3: you're telling me they don't want education <laughs> to be free? <laughs>
0: Uh, Oh, oh, Jacob,
2: this is a film (laughs) podcast, Jacob. No, no. Uh, They want to keep keep...
3: everyone dumb? Who knew?
2: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so they're especially the leader of the order is a very selfish, old, crotchety, conniving man. Um, Anyways, here we uh, we see the there's a group of scholars bringing new books that they just found at a uh, an old temple ruin into the city. Um, so they're pulling them in and we zoom in on what was the name of, um, the, the the black girl that, um, she was one of the main scholars. What was her name?
0: Uh, well, uh, Faye Agora.
2: Faye Agora. Agora. thank you. Yeah, that was, no, that's right. Um, so, uh, it kind of goes to her and, you know, she's kind of, she's, she's watching the crowd and they're, they're screaming at the scholars and they say, they say, give us, you know, give us some of this information. We're, we're hungry, we're poor, you know, we have nothing to live for, you know, share the wealth with us so we can all be happy. And uh, they're just, they ignore all the people. Um, So they bring the books inside. Uh, Then we meet the lead scholar, and he meets up with um, Agora, whatever her name was. Um, They meet up, and she gives him three books that she saved that were kind of like the prize jewel of the collection she found. And she was like, this one in particular, I've never seen this writing before, but it caught my eye. And he goes, ah, yes, I've heard of this or something along those lines he's like i can't read it either but i know someone who can so it then goes to uh we see the um the leader of the order he goes down into a cellar and we see that it is the scholar from the first story uh Mm -hmm. who killed the witch and uh he's been basically he's supposed to be the oldest and wisest scholar he's been around the longest
0: yeah Um, how long do you think he's been there for
2: I thought they question. said like better part of a century. Century
0: or something. Yeah, cuz you yeah. you saw the
2: castle's change um as uh, as we went into this story as it got further in the future, so it had to be a fair amount of time. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. That, which I I love by the way. I love how like each story is like so, jumping through time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. that was that was cool. The attention to detail, man. I, and that's the thing.
2: And people don't realize, you know, I talk Ian, you and I, we talk about production designers and artistic direction mm-hmm. and stuff all the time. They, they have that in animation, too. There are production designers and art directors in animation. And you uh. can tell that the guys on this one, they paid attention to the details. They they dotted yeah. their I's and crossed their T's. So, you know, you know, uh, kudos to them. Anyways, so the uh, the order, the head of the order, he goes down and he speaks to the eldest scholar. And he says, I know that you can read this. Uh, I'm not going to let you go. I won't unimprison you, but I will strike a bargain with you. I'll say, he'll, he'll, if you, I'll give you everything you need to create these rituals and harness the power of whatever these books harness power from. And you have to share the power with me. And immediately, I'm like, there's no way in hell this guy's going to share that power. Cause you see his face. He's like, sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll share that power. Yeah. Don't you? Don't you worry. This is a good idea. Uh, so basically, uh, basically, it just kind of goes, finally, some civilians that were living outside of the, um, the castle walls, they break through, and uh, they start fighting with some of the scholar's guard. Um, you know, people are slicing each other up. I love the violence in this, by the way. I loved how those swords would just uh, especially head this off. Yeah, yeah, man. Just like, no regard for bone at all. No <laughs> regard for bone. You don't even see it <laughs> like crack. Just, yeah, it's just butter, man. I loved it. Um so they're fighting for a bit, and finally, uh, finally, the guy who is the eldest scholar, he has started this incantation, whatever, and he, he starts murmuring these words. And he takes control of the majority of the town, essentially. And, uh, you know, they're fighting, trying to get, trying to get him out. And so the, the head of the order comes down to the um, dungeon, and they basically, I guess they, they switch minds. Or something like they switch bodies uh, is kind of how it seemed to me. I guess um, like he transferred his subconscious to the Elder Chancellor.
0: Where, I, is that what happened? that at all? No, so I think he. There?
1: I think he gave him a taste of the power. Gave him a taste the of power. Thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He seemed a little yeah. injured up, up until it finally came back to him. So Not yeah, sure yeah, what, yeah, what that was yeah. about? Yeah. I, I, Maybe I was. Some they were kind, kind
3: of sort of conduit or something. Like he was just using Very him to cool, attain yeah. the full power at the end. Yeah, yeah. it was. It didn't really. Makes it didn't seem. It,
2: yeah, I, I just it's my first time seeing it. and I was kind of in a rush because I was doing it last minute. Um, I, I just yeah, it, it was a little confusing. It was kind of vague. Anyways, so the lead chancellor goes out and he he says he's essentially like, civilians, go fuck yourself. We're not sharing anything. And he kills everybody. slaughters everybody with his newfound power. He and Agora, uh, they go to the top of the building, and he talks about a new a new way of life, a new order. He talks about he's going to yes. become the oracle of the world, the disciple of the world. Kings will bow to him to have a taste of the knowledge he possesses. And uh, then uh, I-, I guess the guy who was the eldest scholar, he awakens yeah, finally. Guess, he was knocked out. Yeah, and he creates... Yeah, he casts some kind of spell, and it basically lights the lead, uh, uh, the lead of the order on fire. And he jumps off the top of the building and plummets to his death.
0: Which is uh, unfortunate because I like that guy as a villain. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a villain. yeah for a villain, yeah. So, but so. it's just, it's just the end of that story. So. I do want to
1: put it out there that uh, when when he was taken over by the uh, the special power, uh, I felt he looked a lot like Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that, I thought more Nick Nolte, but you know,
0: <laughs>
2: I'll, have to pay, I'll have to rewatch that scene and, and
0: yeah, check it out. Uh, yeah, so what I love about that that part is like, first of all, is this right here. Yeah. yeah. The, the, blue, the, blue, the blue eyes, man. The blue eyes with when the it stars and uh, you know, it's cool effect.
2: Yeah, when it went
3: full you know, cosmic horror, it was pretty it was. Yeah, pretty that was dope yeah it was pretty dope yeah he's it, just like, like, like yeah.
0: reading yeah. he's reading the script or this or the script and is just like making people fight each other and then all yeah. their blood just collectively just like comes to him and then like turns like becomes like an egg like kind of flower thing yeah plant and he, like, comes out, and it was just, like, super powerful. And then, yeah, that, that's all we see. And that's the end of that story. Yeah, that, that was great. Also, like, the giant eye that's the in eye was his cool. chest. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and it showed oh, up it... in the sky later when it took the power mm-hmm. back. And yeah, so that, him on fire. That, that's why I got that that art piece. I was just like, man, the eyes. Yeah. yeah. I guess he was Uh-oh.
0: like, oh, go ahead, Jacob.
1: Sorry, I was going to say I, I also love that
3: like the movie doesn't over explain everything. Like there's not some expository dialogue every 2 yeah. seconds. Like it wants you to just sort of like think things through. Like this is a century later for some reason uh, what's his name, Galsor is like like slicing people open and using their blood, but he's like using the like yeah. more evil aspects of the bloom versus we're, we're, how Sod was using yes. it like through nature and stuff like that and i like how because he he wasn't sure how to how this is supposed to work but he figured like oh i'll just use human blood and that actually worked out for him and it it just made things more evil
0: yeah just over the years he he just like kind of made his own way which was just like when we're first introduced to him he's like a good guy He, he like he protects her he's all about the the pantheon and everything is following the rules and everything, and then by now we see him. I mean, he's been like, just in prison for who knows how long. Yeah, they don't really say. So, uh, yeah, so, like anybody, (laughs) it would probably just, like, just turn to, like, blood sacrifices and shit. You see
1: his teeth are splitting at at certain points and it's just like especially when when he's making the pact with the uh uh with the yeah. chancellor he's just like oh yes it's just, <laughs> like, everything, you know, just so
3: so one problem I did have with it because Zod was able to you know like bust the chains in the first story this one he's tied down with chains too, but he doesn't know how to like like bust out of them himself i I like- think
0: he just doesn't know how to use the balloons but he's like, using,
3: I, I mean, true, but he was using it in, like, very strange ways. Maybe he needed that book to actually go through. Or...
0: Yeah. Because yeah, he, what?
1: That, that powder segment didn't work until after yeah. uh, he had gotten the book and read read passages, and so.
0: True, true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they just come from, like, different schools, and they're using the yeah. Bloom for, like like, the Bloom is just all powerful, but you just mm-hmm. need to know how to use it yeah the sacred texts
1: it's, as it were
0: yeah it's the conduit
1: or the <laughs> yeah. uh what, what what is the word for for a certain item that you need um
3: yeah a conduit it sounds kind of like i was
1: i was looking for a different word but it's it's good
0: <laughs> And uh, uh, i i would say that like he becomes more powerful once he understands like how to yeah. use it
3: and... and once he gives his power away and then just like takes it all back
0: yeah, that that is way more than she was using it for. Which she was like, like little spells, like fireballs and stuff, yeah. and just like just showing. I mean, it, it was it was definitely she had more spiritual things. Like she was showing people like the. I, I guess the rules of the universe and everything. Yeah. You know, the one was very everything.
3: Jedi, one was very Sith. Like one yeah. was able to you you know, know, like that, yeah. use the use the power like sparingly, but don't over abuse it while he's just like, I'm gonna use all of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's and fine. it works and it works power. so well for him too.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: For like literally eons. And so yeah, so we go on to the next <laughs> story, which could be a hundred years later it could be a thousand years later Um uh, I'll, I actually I kind of like this story where uh, I'll go into it where like it, it opens up and he's just like he's on a throne made out of a pyramid that's carried by slaves mm-hmm. and the imagery to that is so amazing <laughs> Like it's so terrible. He's just like Hitler times a thousand.
3: <laughs> right reminds me of uh, Xerxes from Three Hundred. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes.
0: Yep. Exactly. Mm. Yes. And he even uh, calls
3: himself Emperor God at one point. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. He. He's just like. I mean, he has the powers. Literally, his powers come from the gods. Yeah. Which we find out later, but. um Yeah, he's just all-powerful. So he just goes up against this this city that is opposing him, and he just knocks it down just, like, with ease. Like, it was nothing. And then we just – we see two people, just uh, a couple, just a couple young people that they are just trying to survive afterwards. And and what I like about this is it shows the horrors of war. It's like – So we see, like, not only do people just die, but the people who survive are just helpless, and they're they're just, like, scrounging around like rats, basically. They're just like, where can we find food? And uh, But they're in love, so they're just, like, trying to, like, survive together, which I really liked. I've heard some other reviews of this baby saying that this is a lot of people's least favorite part, and it might be my least favorite part, part but i'd hate it i uh, i would
3: agree it's just that the sad part is it's like so short compared to all yeah. the others you don't really get much time with these two characters and these two lovers That's true. and they're just like they're taken out kind of immediately and it's like well i thought y'all were gonna build up to that but they're just hit there and gone already
0: <laughs> yeah but it, i mean it, it it delivers the message it's trying to sell yeah. which is just like even after war like people still suffer yeah, and, and it's just like these people are just, uh, and, but they find the bloom and they set it on fire. and then They're just like trip balls, basically. So <laughs>
1: technically, there was a third character that survived for a moment uh, to allow the bloom to come down, and he had the one chance to make the god king bleed mm. and or the mm. god emperor bleed. And and, it up. Yep, and he had
0: one job. <laughs> so
1: all he got was the flower.
0: Yeah. yeah, which Everybody
1: is cool. he us All the the wall and shoots. Like, damn.
0: <laughs> yeah, my my second viewing of this, like, yeah, I saw that he like shoots him, it, it, like clips his shoulder, and a little like fire comes no off. Words, you just look up, and I was like, oh, okay, I see. But yeah, they they just like yeah, they're just tripping. Like basically, the bloom is like DMT in a way uh they they just like see all the secrets of the universe and they're, they're just chilling i mean like seems to have a different effect on other people depend depending on like who the people are who come across it like these are just like two like innocent people who are in love and so they just like they, they just fall more in love i guess
3: yeah, it reminds me of the family in uh, Two Towers when Saruman's uh, orcs are invading the villages, and that mom puts her two kids on the horse that make it all the way to Rohan.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yep. reminds me of that a lot. It is,
0: this is definitely very Tolkien esque.
2: It has <laughs> a lot of elements of Tolkien's novels, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: So- uh, what, uh, Johnny? What What did you think of this segment?
2: Yeah, it was it was a good one. It definitely wasn't my favorite. Um, I'd say the last and the the second and the last ones were probably my two favorites. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I I agree with you, you know. I, I appreciated the imagery with uh, all the slaves carrying him and stuff. I was also mm-hmm. part of me like this is my ADD mind too. I'm like what's the diet for those guys? What's their <laughs> how, how 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 far do they have to walk each day? When do they get a break? I mean, I know they're slaves, but do they like rotate people cuz they are still humans. And so you can you can only run them into the ground for so long. You know, Wait, like, yeah, you just they're some. being
0: whipped too. Once yeah, once one's
2: dead, they just they just throw another one in there under Yeah, I feel like you'd want to have maybe the bloom gives them
0: strength, them. but not the strength to like Gulf Store off. doesn't care <laughs> because, <laughs> because who, how heavy
2: what how heavy was that? James? That had
0: like, to be I'm heavy as shit. Uh, exactly. Like it's pure stone,
2: you know? Like I I can't imagine, you know? Um yeah, yeah. Uh I I mainly I didn't this was one was probably my least favorite I still liked it it's just probably my least favorite just because the character had just gotten so powerful at that point and he originally kind of started out as you know what we assume to be a decent guy you know and then he's not obviously he's just a fucking horrible human uh you know just a muddy uh just money power hungry individual um so that was that one that was you know kind of sad I was like all right uh, on to the next. <laughs> I was like, yeah. let's let's get some heroes yeah, yeah. in here to, like the day. Yeah, it, it but, is a filler. Yeah. It, it, there were parts of that one that dragged for me. Um uh-huh. that was just kind of like, okay, on like next scene. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, come on, let's you know, you it's been you've you've been
1: interesting for 15 minutes in a row. Don't give me five <laughs> minutes downtime, you know. I'm slogging through here. But uh, that that was the actual uh that was the chapter that actually brought the title of the movie. They're talking. Mm, yes. they're looking at the stars. This is the okay. spine of the night. Yeah, okay. and it's yeah. just like when when they're when they're getting ready to, uh, you know, finalize. It's just like you right. late our short little lives. Is is it so sad? And it's just like I wonder what the fire to those, what our firelight to those stars looks like. Mm. It's Just like what it looks like <laughs> to them. And it's just like that's deep existentialism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, and what is this movie,
5: is
0: uh, it a movie? <laughs> it's uh, a
1: it's a
3: it's a film okay
0: uh, oh it's yeah, uh, uh, opening my mind johnny's cringing because on his show we we just did an episode about existentialism, existentialism. Oh, okay. and, uh, yeah this yeah this this is definitely one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, episode, actually. <laughs> I I do like how she compared their lives to just an ember in a flame and was like that that's that's what it is. Yeah. And like that uh, that they found that like it was a good script. yeah, yeah uh, it um, <laughs> the it calmed them and um, but yeah, I I I I like the idea. Like yeah, it's definitely like the least entertaining part but i definitely enjoyed the the message that they were bringing through sure. there,
1: there was a human aspect to where you know yeah so as as i said in the original uh heavy metal uh when it was the the war the wartime where when they're going down in the plane like and he's down on the island it's just like you feel for them because you know if you were in that situation like you'd feel the exact same thing, like the despair and everything like that. But you'd have to, like, if, if there's nowhere to run, just succumb and, you know, at least live something out of fear. Like, if you're, like, suddenly, once they took the flower, the bloom, like, they're understanding that they are the smallest fragment of dust in the universe, stardust. They're just like, I accept going back into it. And so, yeah comes down to uh yeah the thought process at the end in my yeah. honest opinion
0: <laughs> okay yeah yeah exactly and so we move on to the next story which uh nice. by the way like okay. the guardian he's he's bored so, so he's bored literally to death by that last story wasn't he already half dead? Yeah. Well, no. Like he, hes the so other half dead. of him was more to death. Okay. He's good. so much more dead after that one. Like yeah, he's, he's, laid, like the... he's laid down. He's like, ugh. He's,
3: he's playing crazy. the same role as uh, the knight in Indiana Jones and Last Crusade.
2: Yeah, he's just yeah. waiting. Uh, yeah,
0: Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Waiting for the waiting for revelation. Uh, and um, so then he tells a story. So yeah. Um, what, what's her name? Lucy Lullis' character. She's just Luigi. like, oh yeah. No, well, know. why don't you tell me a story? I've been fucking entertaining yeah. you all night. Like, why? I, I just
2: climbed up a, a a blizzardly mountain.
0: Fucking <laughs> dick. And and so he gives the like amazing mythology, which I thought was incredible. It's like a yeah. mix between Greek yeah. and Norse mythology with some like yeah. kind of Christianity thrown in there. Some biblical like references. The... I can talk
3: about that one. I, that was yeah, go, yeah. Go just, ahead, man. It just became like a cool lore dump. So basically, yes. yeah, the gods battled across the cosmos, and one's head became like once one's head was decapitated, it became the night and the moon. Um, and yes. then the sons of those gods created man. And then man was just like kind of subservient to the gods, the gods or the sons of the gods that are just, like, roaming the, <laughs> the earth. Like John, you're
0: making this so confusing for anybody who has, those. there's a lot <laughs> going on
3: there. I'm, I'm holding on to it, but there's, <laughs> and that's where like a lot, like, yeah, the Norse mythology, the Greek mythology. Cause like, yeah, like what Zeus, like, uh, Zeus's dad, like tries to eat him. Uh-huh. and Zeus pops out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then same with Athena, Zeus tries to eat Athena, and or is it? Yeah, I think he tries to eat Athena, or he eats somebody and Athena pops out of his head. Yeah, uh,
0: kind of. Yeah, yes and no. Uh, yeah, he. I don't know uh, Athena. Uh, no. Uh, no it was, well, it was Athena, Metis. Athena comes out of, head. Af- yeah. Yeah. He, he out of Zeus's. I know Aphrodite. He ate Metis, and then Athena,
1: who's that, the mother
2: uh, of her, he popped
3: knows. out. Yeah, yeah. Athena yeah, pops out. But yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of that kind of stuff. And then man kind of gets tired of the the sun's BS and are like, actually, let's go hunt some gods, and so they start, like, taking down the gods themselves. Uh, and I think that's when, so that's the, so now I'm kind of blanking, so that's when they discover the all power of the gods through the Bloom, and so the Guardians take a mission to protect that Bloom from yeah, uh, well, finding others.
0: But, yeah, so basically, the last son of the gods, he, he the is killed. Yeah, so basically, you, you skipped a few things. Yeah. Uh, well, one is that like, That's so the, the sons of the gods, anything yeah. that they like think of, just manifests into reality. And humanity is one thing, and so they they just like create reality just by will. And so the humans that they, they kill them, and the last one dies, and then the skull, like. The essence of him and that manifestation is the bloom, the flowers and stuff. And so, what one of the uh humans comes and like he he discovers it and then he sees all the uh, all the secrets of the universe, which is just nothing (laughs) basically. That's what I got out of it. Uh, would you say the same? Like, he just got nothing out of it, so he's like. I need to protect human humanity from from this nihilism he finally <laughs> found purpose yeah, in just
1: the place where he was standing that's all it was yeah and so he became a guardian yeah. so that nobody else felt that same that same influence right um, too much knowledge allows you to go nowhere there's no aspiration
0: yeah that, very well said actually yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then other people who try to, like, get to it, he kills them. But if anybody, like, kills that guy, they find out. And they're just like, oh, wait, you know what? I need to guard this shit. So, like, the guardians are killed by, like, future guardians. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And then the the guardian of our story, he is one such guardian. It's
1: all about the human hubris. And once they understand... Like, the concept of where the the last one was standing, they, they never know if, like, the other one is, like, just failing to do or failing to protect themselves or if they're willingly just bestowing the next uh, kinship onto them. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a very interesting concept to where uh, how the lineage of the Guardians
0: occurs. But, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I really enjoyed the mythology on that. Yeah. Um Same. Yeah, I lo- love stories
2: that show the beginning of, that start from the beginning of time and then work their way back. And, and what's
0: really cool is that this yeah. is in the middle or like third act of this movie, right? Like we we find this out like after all this shit. So it's it's not like at the beginning of time this happened and then all these other things. It's like it throws you into. The story and you see the important stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, here's how all this shit started and the yeah. origin, the bloom, and all that stuff." Uh, and more of
3: the guardian's mindset too—how he thinks and why he is the way mm-hmm. he is, and why he wants to keep the bloom from corrupting humanity to an extent. But he realizes, like, "Oh shit! Actually, part of part <laughs> of why humanity is fucked up is because they don't have knowledge."
0: Yeah. Which is like very interesting. It's so opposite of so many other stories. It's usually like stories like this are like people fight and kill others for knowledge. And then this is like to keep us ignorant or naive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's a good thing. Like we need to not know everything.
5: Mm-hmm
0: which is interesting it's unique not not many stories Mm -hmm. are like that even like the the second story with the pantheon they're like yeah the keepers of the of the knowledge they're the evil people uh yeah it's it's interesting (laughs) i i do want to bring up one more concept
1: uh with the uh the way that the gods looked compared to uh so after uh ended up uh making his armies if you noticed they were fashioned to look exactly like the gods did the gods even had (laughs) glass eyes of blue when they were stabbed through and so uh, all the the fascist looking armies looked like the gods that's interesting yeah
0: and they're all just mind controlled by him too Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like they're in his image of i guess his own knowledge of like he may not even know what the gods looked like it was just he just has that image from the bloom so he just kind of makes them look like that that's pretty cool
1: yeah that was one of the major things i noticed like when uh the spear went through uh the goggle of one of the sleeping uh sleeping gods it it shattered i was just like oh Uh, that makes a lot more sense
0: yeah Uh, yeah yeah true yeah not now that you bring that up like yeah um okay so then there's like one more story which um johnny i'll I'll have you talk about that since you you said that's your favorite one no, the second to last, this the second to last one was my favorite one.
2: I I, I didn't get to watch the very very end because I had to rush through it. When we were starting, <laughs> so I didn't see the last like ten minutes.
0: But w- you said you liked the uh, the steampunk. the thing with the yeah, the uh, steampunk, steampunk
2: the guys flying and gliding and stuff. Yeah. I thought I thought those were t- combined. I thought they were just four stories. No. Yeah. So okay. I, I would be literally the worst person to to try to do that. Uh, I can try to bullshit my way through it though. J- Okay. It was one yes. early morning. And, 20, <laughs> and Bigfoot was playing tag with Liza Minnelli. Uh, so take far, o- so good. Take over. <laughs> That's pretty accurate from what I remember.
0: Uh, all right, Jacob, since, since uh, the oh, last man. one you said was pretty short. Yeah. And since
2: I didn't see these last 10 minutes, you better make it good. Make me feel like I'm there. So I'm going to go back. Oh, and watch man. Did you missed
0: out on a lot, actually. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's, basically... it's, it's it's played up right now. <laughs>
3: So we basically have sort of uh, a Black Ops team of, uh, I guess, rebels, a sort of resistance against Galsor, uh, and they're dressed up in sort of like crow masks or Plague Doctor masks. Um, yeah. And they have like full-on wings and whatnot, kind of like uh, wing suits. And so what they want to do is hijack, uh, I guess, it's kind of like a Zeppelin or some sort of flying machine of some sort. Um, and...
0: But basically, why, why, why do they want to do that? What what's the danger that this flying machine has?
3: Well, they want to use it like a bullet and throw it right into, uh, oh, and, Gelsor. And, right. Or was that before? I'm trying to remember. Doctor. I can't remember. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> so yeah, basically it's going up against like battlefields and just dropping lava on top of people.
3: That's right. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm kind of in the same boat as Johnny. It's like, I remember bits and pieces, but to actually make a cohesive uh, story out of it.
0: um, Yeah. This is definitely the kind of movie you need to watch like a couple times.
3: Yeah. I only watched it the one time, but, uh, but yeah, so they want to capture it to release the magma, but end up the mission kind of goes uh, awry and things kind of get out of hand. And so the, uh, the, Attendants of that ship fight back and so stuff kind of starts blowing up around them and so at some point Gaussor is like meditating in his chamber uh in his pyramid you know just kind of just chilling um and What he doesn't notice until the last second is like this blimp the flying machine is basically failing and falling towards him and the uh, The rebels themselves are dying except for one who's able to escape at the last second and the blimp or flying machine basically becomes a bullet going through his castle and just about to strike him before he's able to use his powers to sort of push it back and keep it at bay Mm -hmm. Um, up until the surviving um, crow comes up behind him and stabs him in the back with a good old slice Uh, but it does nothing and he's able to you know keep the flying machine at bay until uh, i guess the bloom orb pops out and uh he brings the crow out from the water which she was about to drown in and starts like crushing her bones and like breaking each arm and leg of her that was like the most brutal way yeah (laughs) and then she i can't remember her last words but it was basically like a a fuck you because basically
1: the orb is going to blow up do gods also suffer
3: yeah and so the the bloom orb basically explodes um blowing up basically creating like an atom bomb and destroying his entire pyramid and everything there. Um, unfortunately he was able to regenerate. Um, but at the same time, so did Zod. So Zod comes back, Lucy Lawless's character, I guess at the power of the bloom, just um, yeah, sort of, she, I guess, bring balance back. She's
0: resurrected. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good point. Like, yeah. Bring balance back.
1: So do you mind if I embellish just a little bit? on Hopefully. some of the earlier aspects of that one so uh pretty much i'm gonna keep this one short i promise you <laughs> <laughs> so this one's pretty much about uh three assassin friends that have uh birdman wings uh with the steampunk uh you know uh what is it uh sickness doctor what what, what are those plague doctors man. plague doctors and so uh yeah, once they see uh, the despair upon their city and all the magma getting dropped on everybody, uh, they decide to take it upon themselves and to. Whereas Jacob said, uh, they uh, commandeer uh, the zeppelin-style magma dropper, get on the inside, make a hefty fight, and unintentionally, accidentally kill each other all over the place.
0: Yeah, yeah, they all die.
1: <laughs> yeah, one one of the greatest. Uh, you know tragedies i've ever seen in anything in my life it's just like what's going on over there what's going on over there magma wave
0: yeah yeah Somebody like a whole bunch of love it just like splashes on the guy and he just yeah. like just he just death. melts <laughs> that that was fucked up and, that, well they so- also
3: messed up by not even by being non-lethal to begin with like they take out the or pilot he- with just a
1: staff he beat him up, and then he kills the next oh, two shit, guys by yeah. Impaling, yeah. Them, impaling them through the face. And it's like, why didn't you do that? You you are yeah, the Wayne one that ruined pilot. this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Mistakes, they, man. they 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 blamed him for being the peaceful one, but he he's peaceful to one person and then impales the next guy through the head. And it's
0: like, <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> okay. reminds me of, uh, and then it
3: basically turns into the ending of Stephen King's Running Man, where he just like takes the ship and just like throws it into the the TV tower or whatever yeah from the book.
0: So yeah, it completely destroys his army beam and resurrects Zod, and then she just is back to the very beginning again, and she just like goes back up to the mountain and she tells a story, and then the Guardian is just like, oh, somebody approaches and he dies, <laughs> he's bored so much to death. <laughs> She may have just turned
1: on armor off. at that point. That way she at least has some kind of jacket. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, he was like, you have
3: chosen wisely.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So now she's fighting Yalsur again. And they just like... So she resurrects like all the dead guardians yeah. that have been there before. and so Which is just amazing. Just There's nothing, nothing in any story better than us raising a skeleton army to fight somebody. Like, that is the best. <laughs> um, and so they, like, rip him in half, and she just takes his heart and just fucking destroys it.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Uh, like, his skull goes into the cosmos. It's yeah. the spine
3: of night. You can see his spine.
1: It, it's, it's, it's the... Uh, uh, she clashes his heart against the immensity of the night.
0: Yeah. Which now, she, uh, she
1: makes she makes a quote about the immensity of the night as she holds it up, mm-hmm. but that's what I got clashed the heart. Uh, yeah, that,
0: that's some of that story. Which it seems I've, I've, I I want to say that it kind of feels rushed, but like this, this took seven years to make. Dang. <laughs> uh yeah i, w- I just want to see more like I, w- I think that each story could be like its own like full-length film like this could have yeah. been an amazing trilogy or like quad trilogy <laughs> well, i mean we're, we're talking about Tolkien stuff so like yeah, yeah.
1: you totally could have made trilogies or more out of it Yeah.
0: Absolutely, Johnny. You, you missed the end of the movie, and you just missed the end of us <laughs> well, talking. about It's the queued movie. up
1: right now. I'm gonna
2: watch it when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was we, like we, I'll smoking a cigarette. Was a good about it. It. Yeah, but it's all
3: it's it's it, but like like Tommy's point and stuff. Like it's all cyclical because like her skull dissolves into the night sky, just as the first gods oh. did to create the night sky.
4: Right.
0: Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh Now. Um. Yeah, so basically I that's that's pretty much the only thing I have to say is I just want more of it. Like
1: Yeah. It, yeah w- to say to Johnny, my, my favorite part in the ending was when Littlefoot got the tree star. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I, do love, I, do love good, I do love good uh land before time. <laughs> All,
0: right. All right. And uh yeah, so that, that is the spine of night. Um so let's go on to the the uh prompt yes. segment of the show where uh basically like pitch a story you'd like to see animated by the team that did spider night like the whole rotoscope thing like a story that exists or a story that you come up with does anybody have one
2: Yeah, I'll jump in first. Um, I actually had just recently, when I was on my trip last year, I had gotten really into um, the What If Marvel series on Disney, where they took a lot of alternate storylines, and uh, once again, the animation on that, Um, that didn't seem to be rotoscope necessarily, but then again, it's it's evolved so much over the last 30 years, I could be wrong. Um, Anyways, so basically what my thought was, was to take all of Quentin Tarantino's storylines, and do alternative endings for all of his movies and try to connect them into one cyclical story. Um, I, I, well, I didn't get to the point of how I would connect all of them, but... They're already like, connected.
4: That, <laughs> in, in some
2: fan theories, they are, yes, very true. Um, so I wanted to take it from that, from the What If, um, a page from okay. their book, and kind of do a bunch of alternate, uh, alternate storylines. Basically, the reason being is because I felt like the movies that would be handled by this team, would have to have that gratuitous violence and the strong script. Um, and just any Tarantino movie fits that bill. So that's yeah, my idea. For
0: sure. All right, cool. Uh, anybody else?
2: I can go. go. There you go. Yeah, uh,
0: probably my
3: biggest one would be Legend of Zelda. Like if you did this in the old school style of the first few Legend of Zelda games where you have like old school Ganondorf, uh, Zelda's or Link's original garb and then like Zelda's original form and stuff like that, I think uh, the rotoscope and the animation be perfect for it, especially like a lot of these backgrounds that they used, like a lot of the map paintings. Um, obviously, you couldn't do like the crazy gratuitous violence, but I think it's also perfect to sort of emulate the early uh 90s late 80s feel of Zelda at the time because he had like the cartoon and stuff but that cartoon is trash and then he had like the uh, oh gosh it wasn't the i forgot the the other games that everyone always makes fun of it was like the excuse me princess um so it'd be cool to see that my other idea was berserk but i feel like the team behind castlevania can make an even better berserk and obviously that like, show yeah. uses so much like uses so many scenes directly from berserk like i would love to see berserk in this style as well but i'd rather have that done by the castlevania team but switch it i would like to see the castlevania team or i would love to see the spine of night team take on castlevania but instead Uh. of like kind of making it modern like the new one go old school with it give me like the original simon's quest
1: yeah give simon Belfont. yeah yeah, I give me,
3: give me, yeah, give me uh, some in Belmont, but it, like do it in the sort of heavy metal esque, like of what those the covers to those video games like sort of emulated, like they they felt like covers to Heavy Metal magazine a lot of the times. So I love to
0: see stuff see like that. that. Okay, Slud, awesome. so, you have anything?
1: I do. So instead of bringing something from the outside, uh, I want to embellish on uh, you know the primary aspect of how the guardians, you know, how they came to be, uh, was through that lineage of, uh, killing each other and protecting the flowers, the blooms. But in the end, somebody had to go up there and collect all the blooms to make the best. And my question is, uh, was it Zod because they have a very comfortable relationship, her and the guardian that are going right now, were they lovers? Uh, he went up there for his own reasons was it for her when she first became queen and then all of a sudden uh, he started to get drained when she took everything away because the flowers were supposed to keep him alive
0: so if i get this right correct me if i'm wrong what you you're pitching is a zod and guardian prequel rom-com
1: ultimately (laughs) Uh, you know a a, a divine comedy when it comes down to it it's just like you know it it's tragic but it's uh it it still follows the the concept of uh you know love loss and uh the whole obituary that comes between that (laughs) yeah you could also do
3: like what if the what if the book was actually necronomicon and ash williams just appears out of the out of a portal in the sky. Oh,
0: that's so, definitely yeah. a Necronomicon, for sure. I,
1: I, I can definitely see that. Yeah, absolutely. You see, the yeah. uh, Campbell the, 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 mount, the mound of the nameless god was Esmart. Uh, oh. <laughs> <God>.
0: <laughs> um i had an idea which i it's still kind of like a work in progress i'm i'm not entirely sure but i would like i feel like this movie just really needs a sequel because it is kind of open-ended like the i mean kind of like the skull is floating out there and like you you know like something's gonna happen because that's what happened before like the skull became a planet and i i but like also we see like the uh the bloom just kind of like rains down over people all over the earth so it's basically like i mean there's so many ideas for a sequel that they should work on that will take another seven years <laughs> you know uh but uh yeah so like imagine like hundreds of years later if not like maybe a thousand or two and it's like kind of it takes place maybe a hundred years ago from today and it's like people are still like fighting over the bloom and it's like when somebody has it like they get more knowledge and then they they want to keep it for themselves so like it was just like war upon war like everybody is just like killing themselves for the bloom And eventually, uh, like, it's, it's during like the 1940s. And Japan has this bloom and they're coming up on it. So that America decides to nuke them. Like what, what happened? And it's like a Nagasaki or, or Nagasaki 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 or, uh, Hiroshima. Hiroshima. And they, they blow it up. And so it kind of becomes nuclear. And, um, and whoever is controlling it at that time gets uh like kind of like melds into it and it becomes one thing and it's like becomes like kind of like a radioactive green glowing orb with like a a mind to it and then it like kind of reaches out back to the plane that that dropped the bomb I know where you're going. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, the people on the plane, they die, and uh, the orb makes them turn into zombies, basically. And then it kind of of goes out, and it makes future to the future, and it it becomes heavy metal.
3: (laughs) And
1: it fights a dragon woman. (laughs) (laughs) When you you first brought up the the atom bomb, uh, you made me think of uh, Return of the Living Dead, Uh, yeah just suddenly like spreads into the clouds and it starts raining and then everybody's just having a giant
0: trip fest yeah (laughs) oh that would that would that would be amazing that would be a story (laughs) that would that would be a story within this anthology
3: (laughs) totally. yeah i like the alternate history take because you could also have like the nazis in the occult because like you could do the whole hellboy thing with hitler's fascination with the occult you could just make this part of hellboy really
0: and, and so <laughs> like the, the sequel to spider knight can be the prequel to heavy metal and it oh, would yeah. like bridge the two together and so the bloom like oh, yeah. becomes the lochner like that that's what i want yeah for that'd sure. be cool
3: and suddenly it goes from like you know like really great orchestral music to just freaking cheap trick <laughs> <and Sammy Hagar. laughs>
0: it's yo, one way taking to midnight. <laughs> 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 yeah exactly Alright, well, uh, does anybody have anything that they want to bring up? Any other stories before we, we rate this thing?
2: This one time or or
0: just me? any notes or uh, <laughs> any any last things you want to say on the movie? I would liked I have liked to have
2: seen that scene with Bigfoot and Liza Minnelli playing tag at some point. In the
0: uh, you missed yeah, it. You, that was it, the very end.
1: Oh, it actually did
2: happen. Oh, man. so It wasn't bullshit <laughs> then.
0: Yeah. I knew I was telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, let's go ahead and rate it then. Um, so, Jacob, you're, you're new to the show, but you've been on my right. old show once. So you, uh, it, it's basically like we uh, rate it 1 out of 10, but instead of stars it's something that like pops out for us. So, I'll, I'll use my own rating for example. Uh, I, I loved it, for sure. Um, when Son and I were doing Heavy Metal a couple weeks ago, like it, this really reminded me of it. When I first saw it, it really reminded me me of it, the animation reminded me of heavy metal. So it's like, and of course, all the Rob Bakshi movies, which I think don't really work with this podcast, except for maybe Wizards. We might do Wizards in the oh, future, well, which that would be a fun one. Do you know that one, Johnny? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Same. Remember, I was
2: telling you like that. That's same, I'm pretty sure that was this around the same time period in the 80s, wasn't it? He's like,
0: we see. It's like 70s or 80s, but yeah. yeah like, uh, for those who don't know, yeah, it's like way like like a couple billion years after like world war ii where everybody dies from like nuclear holocaust and it's just like uh it's just pure fantasy and like wizards are fighting each other and one of them discovers nazi propaganda and uses it uh that that's pretty cool um but yeah so i I loved it i i uh do so little I dislike about it so I'm I'm gonna give it um shit What what would I give? It? Uh, nine fucking skulls of the gods nice. uh Sloan how about you
1: so I am gonna bring up one piece from uh the second chapter that we did not bring up was that um uh, so when the scholars had taken over everything, uh, the town was disparaged, and the reason that everybody attacked was because uh, the king, uh, who was mongrel after everything was left to him, ended up dying. But mongrel was a eunuch, and so he couldn't have children. And uh, you know, they say that he went playing That's around. Right. Behind, yeah, they went playing around behind the mountain. The uh, crazy
2: guy know. was telling her the story. Yeah,
1: and yeah, the 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 blind dude, but. So um, I just wanted to bring that up there about uh, eunuch mongrel. But, uh, you know, long story short, the anthologies, uh, they're they are very well knit. I like the fact that they uh, interweave. And um, I really, I agree with uh, Ian. I really don't have many downsides to this, even though the, the slowest one some folks can have a problem with. But as I said before, it's very human it's gonna make you feel the most vulnerable for that aspect like you know if if you've ever been under the influence you're just sitting there chilling it's just like whatever's happening it's happening man (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: uh that was pretty deep philosophically speaking
1: but uh yeah uh down the line uh You know, good should generally conquer over evil, uh, but there's always a balance between light and darkness, chaos and virtue. It's a perfect yin and yang. And so I like how this uh, movie, uh, you know, brought us full circle, uh, believing that uh, the guy who brought chaos was actually virtuous, but, you know, totally twisted us inside out and we 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 were saved. There was salvation. And so... Long story short, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, well, uh, with the way that it was all filmed, uh, definitely love it way better than uh, Heavy Metal, the original. Oh, I'm sorry. I do like it more than Heavy Metal, the original. I love it more than 2000. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, with all that said, I'm going to go ahead and give it uh, eight out of 10 uh, Unix who play behind the mountain. All right.
5: Cool. Cool.
2: Uh Johnny, how about you? Man, you know, I have to say that I was pleasantly surprised by this. Um, you know, I I, I didn't really know what to expect going in. I didn't watch the trailer ahead of time, I didn't read any synopsis or hey, anything. You just went in blind. Was, yeah, I mean you, you had told me about it, and I was I was like, okay, I mean I don't know anything about it, but I'll check it out. No, I I, I genuinely thoroughly enjoyed it. Nice. Um trying to think of any like any critiques that I have. I don't really have many in this one. Honestly, I thought they, nice. they cast they casted it well it's rare that you see an animated feature that has such a strong script and not even just the continuity of all trying to twist that many storylines together is, is it was a stroke of genius. Honestly, it's not easy. Like coming from somebody that does write their own scripts, not features necessarily, but even doing a 10 to 20 minute short, you know, it's difficult. Like the amount of rewrites you have to go through. I can't imagine taking all of these separate stories that could be their own series really. And then putting them all into 90 minutes and being able to get the full, the full amount out of it. Um, I know I still got about 15 minutes left to watch, but from, from what I seen and what y'all were saying, like, yeah, I'm sure they, they rounded it out nicely. Um, God, you know, soundtrack was great. I love the production design for an animated film. I rarely say that I enjoy it, but I don't, I'll have to go back and look to see who it was. And, but I, 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 did like it. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I don't know, man. I can't think anything <laughs> negative about it. It's weird. I know that's me. I always have a bunch.
0: Uh, it was good. It was I, great I like how you stress it. You're like, damn yeah. it! I can't find anything. Well, I that's like,
2: like, I feel like that's my that's my niche on your show. I'm the guy that comes in. I like, I blast everything y'all love, but I I loved it too. I give it uh, nine times that I I genuinely wish yeah? that I had seen
0: Bigfoot and Liz Manelli playing tag. All, uh, right. all right, all right, cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Nine out of ten though, man. I, I really liked it. Awesome, man. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Hey, Jacob, whoa. what's your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as Johnny. I was pleasantly surprised by it. Um, like y- you told me to watch it. And I, I had also a recommendation from another friend from Reese on my podcast to oh, check okay. it out without, yeah. but he didn't give like a synopsis of it. He was just like, yeah, if you like rotoscope stuff, like Lord of the Rings or uh, heavy metal, you should watch it. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'll, I'll check it out. And then when I started watching it and yeah, and discovering like, oh man, this animation still looks amazing. Rotoscoping is still one of the coolest forms of animation. There is just as much as stop motion. Yeah. Um, but then like, yeah, the cast, as soon as like, I would just, I like, was like, that's Lucy Lawless, and then, yeah, Richard E. Grant. So I was like, Richard how in the hell did they get this cast? Like, that's my biggest question, is like where, because I feel like Lucy Lawless is very particular with, like, her projects too. Yeah.
5: She's um, anymore.
3: And uh but yeah, it's it's hard to come up with anything negative because yeah, all the matte paintings, the backgrounds are amazing. Like even mm-hmm. every single like minute detail in uh especially explosions and stuff is really good. And in the yeah. gore, like you can see every single like tiny piece of anatomy if they want you to see it. Otherwise yeah, like, and then true. also this the SETI uh the steady increase of gore too, because the movie like starts off kind of small with like arrows going through necks, but then at some point you're ripping people in half, guts are flying out. All the way down. Uh, yeah, they're literally yeah. crushing a person and watching their bones snap out of the Don't forget the like dicks, that.
0: lots of dicks. Oh yeah, lots of dicks, And yeah. Tits. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, vaginas. Plus, plus there's, there's <laughs> dicks, and lots it's of. not
3: pervy. There's not much of a male gaze, mm-hmm. but it does fail the Bechdel test. Uh, but it- the yeah, I don't remember two women so? on screen talking at the same time. Except for maybe the crows. But yeah, there's like only one woman on screen at a time, it feels like.
2: Yeah, I you're right. Know. Yeah. Okay. Um right. you're right. It does fail that test. Yeah.
3: But uh but no, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because I'm like I'm kind of like I want to give it a nine, but I also want to give it an eight. There's like there is something missing, and I can't really nail it on its head. I don't know if it's because I want it to be longer, and I kind of want more yeah. out of it. I could have taken yeah, it uh, uh, thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's the thing is I kind of wish it like had a more. Yeah, I, I gave it an it eight for
1: that same reason that you did, or same reason that you did, uh, just because uh, with that prompt that I gave, I wanted to know more. Like, where did yeah. you get the best and all all the continuity yeah. there?
0: So
2: did yeah, you guys, what sort did, of was there a particular story that you guys felt you wanted to hear more about? Like, is that kind of why you oh. give it Just the primary, well, yeah.
3: Yeah, like, Galsor, like, his turn, like, mm-hmm. why did he, like, why yeah, Why his true. turn? I can understand him wanting to take the power, but you never get sort of, you never get any inkling of him mm-hmm. wanting that power until he mm-hmm. actually does make the turn. And then him being imprisoned for, like, a century, it kind of makes sense for the scholars to be like, oh, we." we got to lock this guy up. He's got some like godlike powers.
0: Inquisitor. We can't have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, they, they lock him up for, or the guy who does it, does uh, for it for parking bar- violations. Reasons. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> but it's, uh, he like, he does it for his own personal reasons. He's like, you, yeah. you were some use to me, so I'm going to keep you locked up. So I can benefit from right. your power. Yeah. Yeah
3: but we we don't know like the extent of how he showed him because he they did say it was like a century right so like i mean he's been he's been alive for a hundred years and at what point did he meet that inquisitor or what's his name yeah. prophet of doom i think is i think that guy's name is literally prophet of doom um and like why why would he lock him up for personal reasons outside of just like you know just wanting to take mm-hmm. that power for himself really uh but yeah, yeah i mean that's that's like the only downside is I kind of just wish there was more. So I want to give definitely. it like uh,
1: there, There's eight. definitely like one or two two episodes that could have really cleared up yeah. that like 50-year time frame. 50 yeah, years. it would
0: be better if it was like a 10-episode miniseries. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I would definitely give it
3: eight Xenos out of 10.
0: All right, right <laughs> on. In honor of
3: Lucy <laughs> Wallace, I thought about going like, hey! but <laughs> I would actually catch that.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a little show. I like how we uh we were talking
1: about Ash a bit ago, and of course, she was in Ash versus the Evil Dead too. So. Yeah. yeah, that's oh, why.
3: That's why it's surprising to me, like the Sci-fi, project yeah. she chooses, because like she was an agent of Shield for like two episodes. I thought she was going to be a major part, and she's dead immediately. And I was like, <laughs> "What are you doing? This is Lucy freaking Lawless."
2: <laughs> I feel. I feel like us as kids of the '90s, we. We, yeah, we go when we see her. Lucy Lawless, yeah, we're like, that's Lucy Lawless, and that's, so that's a, Kevin like, Sorbo. Like it's that a, it's a good know, backstab
0: though. You know, yeah, like yeah, I, I, actually, I do yeah. like her death because she's like she's backstabbed and you're like, damn, now this guy who I liked is now like fuck that guy. Yeah, Uh, and then he becomes evil, and then you spend the entire movie just being like, "Fuck that guy." So, I I have
1: a I have a personal question. No, not personal question, but I've got a serious question. When uh, the Guardian first took his helmet off, did you think that 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 was yes, yes,
0: I thought that was yes. (laughs) <laughs> i absolutely thought that was him i was like oh it was actually he's just word. like are you
1: playing with my madness
0: <laughs> yeah exactly what <laughs> i th- i really thought that that's where they were going with it. I, I
1: i thought they were going interstellar to where it was like jumping like back into his own life time paradoxes and so yeah well
0: I, not not necessarily that but she's like i mean she's telling story like flashbacks of like thousands of years before so it's like it would make sense that he would like age that way exactly
1: i would have thought that him being a zombie uh section at that point but then when he's gone and then comes back as uh you know younger Gelsur, uh emperor god it's just like man multiverse right here what's going on yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, but yeah i think that would be a very interesting direction to put it but um, I, I at the same time I, I like the way that they ended up doing it. Either one would have been good. Yeah. Uh, what really bothered me is that, like, in preparation for this episode, I listened to a couple of other podcasts of people reviewing it, and like people fucking hated this movie. Oh, and about, like six point seven. What? What did it get?
2: Yeah, it it was it got eighty one or eighty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Who who was
3: everybody I, I on their podcast? Was yeah. Cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but the I listen to so other fifty five percent.
0: Yeah, I listened to what? to a bunch of podcasts yeah. and people fucking hated it, and That's then weird. they were saying like, if I don't hate it, then the general populace should. I mean, not that I'm <laughs> not in my opinion the general
2: populace, but like I you know normally hate. A lot of the movies you bring up out to review, like, but not this one. I
0: know. I, I was like, okay, I can't wait to hear what Johnny has to say about this. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
2: I pull into the back of my head, yeah. yeah.
1: We, we, we changed
0: it from Johnny on
1: blast to Johnny B. blasting. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that works. That works. Uh, but yeah, th-
0: there is one... <laughs> Particular podcast that had three people on it, and they just like nerded out on about how much they hated this movie, and Weird. they were like, "I," they they were saying all sorts of shit that was just like really like triggering me. I was just like, "God, I hate do you." You. Do you recall anything they were saying? Yes, yes, yeah, because my hate recorder was <laughs> running. <and laughs> they were saying shit like. I don't understand what's going on. Like all of a sudden, there's these people, and then now these people are here. I was, it's like, I come on, man. I thought it was pretty right? easy to find. I it, it, was was so clear. Clear. Yeah. it was so weird.
2: it was so. They laid it out for you real nice. And they, they were like, know, yeah. they
0: were saying that the the voice actors were bad, and Patton Oswalt was like the worst of it. What? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It, if you remember
2: this podcast name today, give it to yeah, me right. I, I need to listen to it and then like
0: blow up I, I, I'll Instagram. You, I, I won't <laughs> i i won't tell i won't say it on on this one but tell if, me you, if you go mm-hmm. and look up podcasts you will find it if you look up of night all right yeah um, i thought i thought
3: it was gonna be more of a generational thing because i know it's like there's some people who yeah. can't stand stop-motion animation or wrote well no here's thing, the thing that, they were like yeah. they were
0: they were saying shit like I love rotoscope. I love Ralph. Actually, this is great, but fuck this movie. Hmm. Damn. Yeah, so I know. Weird. Like everything, it was right. it was like, what is going on? And, and they were they were just saying so much shit that just like irritated me so bad. Um, <laughs> that and, and like they were saying that like yeah, Patton Oswald's character, like who would make that guy a king? And I was just like. He was a lord. It
2: <laughs> yeah, wasn't a king. No, dumbass. <laughs> like, maybe if you
0: paid attention to the, <laughs> <laughs> also, the rankings of.
2: <laughs> to quote I Monty mean, Python, you don't vote like for
0: kings. Like, <laughs> did I vote for you? <laughs> he's the son <laughs> yeah, of a king. Yeah, it's and all also, all like, patriarchy, like, man. He's also clearly running this like this village into the ground. Like mm-hmm. he yeah. is bad. Like that's on purpose. And they're just I don't know. It, it irritated me. Uh, like, anyway, I, I voted for the goat mask. <laughs> <laughs> the, goat the
1: goat guy. He runs the citadel. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, but anyway, it's yeah, just a background so. demon pu- puppet master. That, that's it for for this episode. Now I'll do a, a clip right. to next week's episode, which uh, Johnny and Jacob, you you both agreed you'll be on. We'll be. Yeah, on. I'm down for so, it. So uh, here, here's a clip.
3: Whoa, what oh. hey, hey, be, uh,
2: he's too nice. I won't do it holy shit you what can love I do young... to make your lunch more pleasant? <laughs> you
0: right
4: I found this in my soup and I'm very upset
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> everybody got quiet after that
2: A bone gun. (laughs) Don't eat it. Don't eat it. No. Don't eat it, dog. No. Alone. Don't you touch it? (laughs) Don't you touch it? Oh, that dirty dog. It's all right. Just uh, a little misunderstanding
5: over the check. <clears throat> <laughs>
2: this, this, this is. Pay no attention and enjoy your meal. Yeah, that's that's how I so would handle it. So all right. <laughs> like, oh, I you might
3: actually.
1: Know. Okay. <laughs> well... Actually like
2: NPCs would.
3: You guys know uh, the. Show yes. By... Yeah.
1: They're. Actually... Which has fighting said? style? Cooksule oh. 1. <laughs> oh, so that
0: is Existence, which we'll be doing, uh, which is a Cronenberg film. It's about oh the God. future of no virtual reality. <laughs> no more! Yeah. I mean, the, the name of the movie is Existence, so yeah. you can imagine. Existence. With a C.
2: Because it's edgy. It's edgy.
0: Yeah. So look forward to that next week. Did, uh, did
2: anybody, when they saw the title, did anybody think that uh, Exhibit was going to be in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I totally did. I was like, is Exhibit going to be in this? Probably not, but made me think of it. Well, no,
0: because it starts with an E. If it was...
2: X at the beginning, right? right. Existence,
0: then maybe. But no, it's it's it the X really is, is Existence. <laughs> Yeah, it's spelled it's spelled weird. Yep. Lowercase e, capital X, I S T, and capital Z. But that that'll do it for this episode of Cold <laughs> Trash Horror Movie Grand. Th- thanks everybody for joining me, Johnny and Slum for coming back, and Jacob. Thanks for uh, joining for this one. And we lost yeah, AJ. We 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 never mentioned it, but we we lost him a long time ago. Sorry. We love you, AJ. <laughs> we love
2: you.
0: Yeah and uh jacob yeah doesn't know
2: so him.
5: yeah jacob does i mean i only
3: just met him how can you fall in love with somebody you only just met love at
2: first sight jacob that's how i felt about you when we first locked oh. <sighs> i just wanted to throw <laughs> my brains out whenever you just you keep that. fucking ripping my heart out and <laughs> all over it man fuck you but johnny you have no heart I, the, that's the, true, this point. is why <laughs> I,
0: I brought you all two together <laughs> soulless and uh look forward to the bonus content of more of that so there you go So take it easy, everybody.